Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with guest pastor Greg and his fiancée, Gabriella. be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge. So that's what we just talked about, right? It's like, man, I want to have that deeper, rooted, grounded kind of love because then I'm going to understand His love even better because the more I get to know Him, the more my roots go deep, the more I understand how much He loves me, the more I understand how much grace He has for me, and that He's willing to forgive me even if I mess up. But yet, I don't want to take advantage of that and keep on doing the same stupid stuff, Lord. So help me, please. How do we become rooted in God's love? In today's message from Pastor Greg, we learn that to be rooted in God's love is to be rooted in His Word. When we are in God's Word, our roots grow deep in Him. We learn more about His character, grace, and forgiveness, helping us to better understand the love He has for us. Now here's Pastor Greg and Gabriella with part three in Genesis chapter 18 of their message, Lost and Found. I think that that is something that, you know, all of us as Christians, I want to I wanna be rooted and grounded in love. It's that I want to be rooted and grounded in Jesus. There, there is no greater love than him. And for the more I root and ground myself in him and I get to know him and I try to be like him, the more that I am deepening my roots. And I think it's, 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 it's easy to get pulled away. Yeah isn't it? Mm -hmm. Because you can have a problem and isn't it easy to just say, you know what? God doesn't really care about me right now. He's kind of blown me off in the midst of this problem. So I'm going to kind of, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going a different direction. I think you can kind of relate to that. Well, for me, it was more, we moved away from the city where we had community and I didn't find a church that I really felt connected to. My daughter was in a, a youth group, so I decided that that church would do, because if she wanted to be there, it was good, but that didn't last long, and I didn't feel that, I don't know if I felt that God didn't care, but I just felt that I, because I think the enemy is so quick to come in there and to separate you from, from God, and I felt unworthy, I felt I was failing, I had all this self-condemnation going on, and I had other voices in my life too that from my ex-husband and so on that it was a lot of condemnation and I didn't have what you guys have here your family mm. who can come around you pray for you encourage you push you to to and soak you in the word if you can't do it yourself that you have people who are looking out you look out for one another and you see where there's, there's a, a need. And I, I, it's so easy when you're hurt, like a hurt animal, if you look at in nature, will go to the side, will go hide. 
And that's kind of what I did. And so it was good for me that God is so good, and he will go out even if one sheep is lost, he will go, and he will go wherever he needs to go to find you. So So your roots were kind of developed here and strengthened, but then you go through all these problems. Well, the storm came, and I got pretty much uprooted. And the root got uprooted, and and through that process, it's it's easy to get disconnected. And um, so I want to encourage you tonight. You may be here, and you say, you know what? I'm going through that season. I, I came to church tonight because I just I was passing by or a friend invited me and I didn't want to come, and, you know, but I'm here and I just I just want to tell you this. God loves you. Yes, Jesus loves you so much. He died on a cross for you and for me. And the greatest redemption story of all is that we're all sinners and that we don't earn heaven. Jesus paid the price yeah. for heaven Amen. for us and forgiveness. And by putting our faith and our trust in him, we get forgiveness in heaven. But yet I have a father that takes care of me and guides me and directs me. And I just want to say, if you've been uprooted or you feel like you're distant from God, like right now you're going, man, I'm, I'm in the winter season. Even though it's fall, I feel like I'm so far from God and I'm doing things that I shouldn't be doing. I just want to encourage you that God loves you right where you're at. And you were telling me earlier, it's kind of like the prodigal son, right? Yeah. It's yeah. that picture. Mm-hmm. And that prodigal son coming home. And where's the father? He's running towards them. And he's been looking for him the whole time. You know, that, that, that kid that took all the money, went out, partied, got the prostitutes, got the girls, got the drunks, got, got everything going on. And then decides, man, I got to go back to my dad because I got no money left. Nobody likes me anymore. And I need to go back and just serve with him because I'm working in the pig farm here and I'm willing to eat what they eat. And so I'll just go back. And yet here's the father saying, ah, let's go ahead and, and go ahead and put a robe on him. Let's go ahead and kill the fatted calf. Let's go ahead and have a party because he that was lost is now found. Amen? Yeah. And I, I was thinking about the fact you don't have to be just to feel alone. It doesn't mean that maybe you're running out and doing things outwardly wrong, like crazy things. Right. But it's that inward separating yourself off, not feeling connected, and then just you can't hear him. And right. he may be right there trying to, to tell you, this is what I want you to do. If you do connect with this person, we shut off. We don't look at people we're not transparent because we don't want other people to see our hurt or our pain. And that is, if you're doing that, absolutely don't do it to yourself because it's the enemy just wants you just to be cut off from, yeah. from, from God, from the Father coming with There's arms a verse open. that we all know probably if you've been coming to church for a while in Romans chapter 8, it says there is no condemnation for those who are in Amen. Christ Jesus, you know? Mm-hmm. So when you feel condemned on something, it's like, well, wait a second. That's not for me if I'm in Christ. That's a promise. And that's what promises do. They give you peace in the midst of whatever problems are going on. And when you feel condemnation from the enemy come your way, then you got to realize, hey, wait a, wait a second. That is not from Jesus. Jesus, that should remind me that Jesus loves me, this condemnation, because there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I'm in Christ Jesus. He cares about me. I'm going to go ahead and, and go into my father's arms because he loves me yeah. and he's willing to forgive me. 
That is a beautiful promise of God. And I know it's hard to understand because we as humans are incredible judges, are we not? Yes, we are. I, I drive down. If somebody cuts me off on the highway, I want that person to get a ticket. That's all. <laughs> I'm like, where are the cops when you, you know, get a ticket? What? Like, I would want to, like, you know, that guy, I would put, like, if there's a police, I would be like, get that guy right there, you know, because it's, it's just, I don't know, it's in us to judge. Man, praise God, none of us are God, and that he does not judge us like we would judge ourselves, or, well, we would judge ourselves differently. Lord, give me mercy. But, uh, but I'm ready for judgment for somebody else. And all we got to do is say, Lord, help me to have the grace of you, not only for others, but for myself. Not because I want to go on sinning, like Paul said, oh, if grace abounds, sin abounds and more. No, 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 by all means, I don't want to keep on sinning. I'm not going to go on sinning because I want to take advantage of grace. No, 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 I don't. No, no, no. But I want that grace to teach me, not only to have deeper roots, which will you know, lead to this deeper love, understanding his love, and he loves me. That love is a part of that grace. And man, I, I understand that that grace is so great for you and for me. And, and when I look at my life and you, you go from these deep roots that, you know, kind of has that deep love and this understanding of his love, God's love for me, and then his, his grace, then, then you look at this. I love this verse right here in verse, as we look at it, that verse 17, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love, okay, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge? So that's what we just talked about, right? It's like, man, I want to have that deeper, rooted, grounded kind of love because then I'm going to understand his love even better because the more I get to know him, the more my roots go deep, the more I understand how much he loves me, the more I understand how much grace he has for me and that he's willing to forgive me even if I mess up. But yet, I don't want to take advantage of that and keep on doing the same stupid stuff, Lord. So help me, please, to do what you would call me to do. But then he says this, that we'd be able to comprehend that and to know the fullness of God. And then this, verse 20, now to him who is able to do. And stop right there, because I want you to stop. He's able to do. So here's the thing. Is your God able to do? Is, is he able? Because here's how I wrote it. Because if, if we want to get through this thing where, you know, we come, we have something happening in our life where there's a lost moment. Man, do I believe that God is able? Because here's the way I wrote it in my notes. If he is able, then he is able. In other words, if it says he's able, then guess what? He's, he's able. able. And you have to grasp that and believe that promise that he is able, that nothing is too hard for God. Genesis 18, 14, right? It's a beautiful scripture. It says this great promise of that, wow, nothing is too hard for the Lord. Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. This verse is from the book of Ecclesiastes, and this is at the very heart of the vision for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. 
Jesus, Pastor Robert, and his wife Elizabeth, a threefold cord presenting God's Word in a way that will inspire you in your own marriage and walk with God. Pastor Robert's vision is that through this fresh method of approaching God's Word, that husbands and wives will be equipped to face the world on a united front, as one team joined together by God, sharing the light of Jesus Christ with the lost and dying world all around us. Monday through Thursday here on Main Thing Radio, we share messages from worship services at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. But today's message is unique. As you listened today, we're confident that you heard from God through Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. Well, that's all the time we have here for today. On Monday, Pastor Robert will be back with us teaching through God's Word verse by verse. So make plans to join us on Monday right here on Main Thing Radio.